All right. So things have been really busy. So we're not doing our normal full length episode this week. I think that next week we're going to be back to our beaver habitat restoration. So a lot more to come on that. I'm excited about talking about that. Um, it's just really fun and a lot going on there. Anyway, this week I didn't want to leave you hanging. So I thought I would share a recipe with you. This is a life-changing recipe. So get ready. One of my favorite things anytime that I'm at a restaurant and I always like peruse the appetizers, not always in the mood for an appetizer. Sometimes after I see what's available, maybe I become in the mood for an appetizer. One of my favorite appetizers that I will usually order if it's available in a restaurant is fried cheese curds. So uh, don't judge me as far as the health of fried cheese curds. Anyway, um, I've discovered, well, haven't really discovered, I've used a lot of recipes, kind of figuring out a method to make them at home. I've tried some stuff, some some have worked, some haven't. I've zeroed in on my own recipe that works really well for making my own fried cheese curds at home. And it's super easy, so maybe this is something you can do to also, and then you don't have to order them at a restaurant. You can just stay at home, make your own fried cheese curds, as many as you want, and no one's there to judge you. Anyway, here we go. Here's what you're going to need. Uh, first of all, cheese. And you can use pretty much whatever kind of cheese you would like for this. So I've tr- what have I tried? Um, I've done mozzarella because that works well if you've ever had like mozzarella sticks. That's an easy cheese to fry. Uh, cheddar, um, Colby Jack, pepper jack is really good. Uh, that's one of my favorites. So you're going to need for this recipe about a pound of cheese. So like a one pound block of cheese, good place to start. Um, and you're going to cube that cheese into really whatever size cubes you want. That's going to determine the size of your finished cheese curds. I like to do maybe half inch cubes on my cheese and they don't have to be cubes. If they're a little longer than they are wide, that's totally fine. Um, anyway, ballpark half inch cubes, pound of cheese. Now, In addition to the cheese, you're going to need one cup of flour, and you can go back and write this down. Listen to me again, write it down. So one cup of flour, one and a half teaspoons baking powder, one half teaspoon of salt. Those are all of your dry ingredients. So you can put those in a bowl, whisk them together. Two eggs beaten, add that, a half cup of milk. Now, if you feel like your your batter at this point, after it's mixed together, if you feel like it's a little too thick, go ahead and add another little shot of milk. Um, and breadcrumbs. I like to use just the breadcrumbs that come in the, in the can because it's easy. Um, so what you're going to do, take those cheese cubes that you've cubed up and get a handful of them, maybe five or six of them, toss them into your batter, kind of stir them around with a fork. And then I like to lift them out with a fork and let them just drip off for a few seconds. Let that batter kind of run off and then drop them in the breadcrumbs. Put the breadcrumbs in like a separate bowl. Um, Drop them in the breadcrumbs, cover them in breadcrumbs. Again, lift them out with a spoon or fork. And then I like to use a cookie sheet lined with wax paper and just set them on that cookie sheet lined with wax paper, not touching each other. You're going to do this for your entire pound or more if you want to do a double batch, whatever. For all of your cheese cubes until they're all battered and coated with breadcrumbs. If you run out of batter, just make more. Super easy. 
Just use that same ratio, one cup flour, one and a half teaspoons baking powder, one half teaspoon salt, two eggs, half cup of milk. Now, one of the great things about this recipe is that after you have all of those cheese cubes coated in batter and breadcrumbs and sitting on that cookie tray on that wax paper, you pop them in the freezer. I'm going to say freeze them for at least an hour, but if you go longer, it doesn't hurt anything. So maybe you're having a Super Bowl party or New Year's party or something like that, and you want to fry cheese curds for your friends, you don't have to, or you, I should say you can do all of the prep work either that morning or even the night before, have those cheese curds frozen, ready to go, pull them out of the freezer, and that's when you're going to fry them. So basically you can have all of your prep work done, all of your cleanup done, pull them out of the freezer straight into the fryer. Um, let's talk about the fryer. I like to use an electric deep fryer. Uh, it's easy to use. You can get a real precise temperature. That's one of the things that I like about it is that precise temperature. So you're not risking catching something on fire, but you know for sure that it's hot enough. Um, you really want your frying oil to be hot enough. Anytime that you're deep frying anything, if it's not hot enough, um, not only is it going to take longer to cook whatever it is that you're frying, but that's when the grease has a chance to really soak in and it makes everything soggy and sad. If you want everything nice and crispy and not greasy, hot oil is the key. So whatever you use for your frying oil, bring it up to 350 degrees. So I heat my deep fryer up to 350. It has a little heating light on it so I can tell when it's heating. When that light goes off, I know that it's up to temperature, ready to go. Now mine has two little baskets. I like to space the cheese curds out enough so that they're not touching right when I put them in the oil. That helps them not stick together. Now as soon as, as, soon as they get in that oil, they have that first sizzle and they're fully submerged in the oil, they won't stick together after that. But initially when I put them in, I like to make sure that they're not touching each other. So 350 degrees, I put them in those baskets, dunk the baskets down into the oil, and I set a timer for a minute and 20 seconds. And I've found that that's just perfect for getting the cheese nice and hot and melty on the inside, the outside nice and crispy and fried, but it's not so long that the cheese starts to like melt out and drift out into your frying oil because that's very messy. You don't want that to happen. So after a minute and 20 seconds, lift those baskets out, pull the lid off of your deep fryer. If you had the lid on, pull it off. If you leave it on, that, uh, that steam coming off of the fried cheese curds creates moisture, condensation, and they tend to get soggy. So if you want them to be nice and crisp, pull the lid off as soon as you lift those baskets out. I like to let them cool for just maybe 30 seconds and then dump them onto a plate with maybe a paper towel to soak up any remaining grease from the fryer. So um, that's all there is to it. And you can serve them right then. Uh, serve them with some ranch or blue cheese or barbecue sauce or whatever you want to dip them in. So just to reiterate the recipe real quick, about a pound of cheese, or you can double that, whatever you want to do. Pound of cheese, cut into cubes. I'm going to say half inch cubes. For your batter, you're going to use a cup of flour, <clears throat> excuse me, one cup of flour, one and a half teaspoons baking powder, one half teaspoon of salt, two eggs, and about a half a cup of milk. I usually find myself adding just a little more milk to make the batter just a little bit thinner. Have that in one bowl, breadcrumbs in another bowl, coat the cheese cubes in the batter, then coat them in the breadcrumbs, then lay them out on the cookie sheet on top of that waxed paper, 
freeze them for at least an hour, fry it 350 degrees for one minute and 20 seconds, pull them out and serve them. That's what I have for you for this week. So hope you try that out and enjoy some cheese curds at home.